the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. By uh, New Jersey uh, to be employed by New Jersey Transit, or what it means to be employed by Port Authority. Maybe when you say what it means to be employed by Port Authority, it means that one you get a paycheck every two weeks, isn't it? It also means that you can get a discount on the bus, isn't it? Because you are employed by Port Authority. What does that? What else do they get? It means you can also get uh, health insurance. It also means you have to wear a uniform. Do you understand? What it, what it means to be employed at the UN? What it means to be employed at the UN? It means every two years they buy a vacation for you and your family to go home. Yeah, that's what the UN do. It means that when you, when you pack and you get tickets, you can refuse to pay the ticket because you are, <laughs> you are a diplomat. It also means you don't pay taxes. They don't pay taxes. Hey, they are blessed though. You don't pay taxes. I think I can should apply for a job in the U. <laughs> yeah. They don't pay taxes. Wow. I thought everybody pays taxes. So, this is, so what it means, hallelujah. So in the same vein, when we say what it means to be the Lord's anointed, what does it mean? What does it mean to be anointed? Hallelujah. Or the benefits of being the Lord's anointed. Hallelujah. When you say somebody is anointed, what does it mean? Psalm 2, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 2, verses 1 and 2. It says, oh, quickly, scriptures, man. Today, whoever is there has to be very fast, though. So, we must put our best man behind the computer for today. Because we are getting visitors. Psalm 2, verse 1 and 2. It says, Why do the hidden rage and people imagine vain things? Verse 2. The kings of, them, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 1 again. Why do the hidden rage and people imagine vain thing? So, one of the, bene- the first benefits or one of the benefits you get from being the Lord is that people's ideas about you and their plans about you is useless. Is somebody hearing me? See, one God says, one God, once God, God anoints you and they have the Holy Ghost with you, they can take whatever they, seen they have in behind you. It is useless. 
He said, why? The question is, why do they, he didn't imagine very, why are they wasting their time? Because there's something about the Lord's anointed that unless God, you see, the Lord's anointed means that God is with the person. And therefore, if God does not agree to it, whatever you are doing is useless. So people who are planning against you, they are, they are wasting their time. That's what it means. Is somebody hearing me? It means people who have evil plans against you, people who don't wish you well, they are wasting their time. I said they are what? Wasting their time. Because at the end of the day, it is the will of God that will come to pass in your life. I said at the end of the day, it is the plans of God that will come to pass. So he said, why do the hidden rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Why are they wasting their time? Vain means waste. Have you seen why it is important to be, to be the Lord, to get to be anointed? Yeah. They are wasting their time. They are wasting their time. They are planning behind you. They are wasting their time. They are wasting their time. Because it will not come to pass. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. That is why every morning when you wake up, you must pray this prayer. That I cancel every decision taken against me. It's a waste of their time. Hallelujah. Why do the heathen imagine being things? Amen. Number two benefits. Today I'm giving you a benefit. Your benefit package. Do you understand? When, see, because of the anointing, people who are planning against them, they are wasting their time. Okay? Tell them that they are wasting their time. It's a waste. Because it will not work. They better find something useful to do with their time. Instead of thinking that and planning things against people who God has anointed, you are wasting your time. Number two, Psalm 18, verse 50. 50. Psalm 18, verse 50. Psalm 18, 50. Great deliverance. Okay? Great deliverance. Give it he to his kings, and show what mercy to his anointed. You see, David was, a, a, David was the best example of the anointed. And show what mercy to his anointed, to David, and to his seed forevermore. Show what mercy. One of the blessings or one of the benefits you get for being the Lord, I know that you receive special mercy. He showed what? To who? To who? Show what mercy to who? I said, show what mercy to who? How many here needs mercy? And let me tell you something. We need mercy every day. And one of the things that qualifies you to receive the mercy is because of the anointing. You show it mercy. And let me tell you something. We need mercy. Oh, we need mercy. Misericordia. How do you say mercy in French? Misericorde. Beaucoup le misericorde. I say beaucoup le misericorde. I mean, if you look at your life, Mary Alice, you need mercy. Beaucoup, beaucoup. 
mercy. You see, what is mercy? Mercy, you see, the, the, I like the song that mercy says no. You see, mercy says no. Mercy, you see, mercy means that even, mercy, mercy, mercy simply means that what you did, okay, you deserve to be maybe punished. But mercy will say no. That's why the simple difference. Mercy, okay, mercy, uh, mercy does, mercy does not give us what we deserve. Okay? Mercy. Okay? Mercy, and we need mercy. I mean, that scripture, whatsoever a man soweth, is it that scripture, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. If it was to apply in all your cases, some of the things that you'll be reaping. We have not thought about it. Yeah. If that thing was to apply 100% in your life, you would think about the things you'll be sowing. <laughs> you <try. laughs> I say, you think about the things you'll be sowing. If you were to reap 100 fold. And somebody say, chai. So mercy, Nicola, you need mercy. I mean, that is that you sow. If you are to reap even ten times of that, it will not be easy. So you need mercy. And God said that he showed mercy to his anointed. May God show you mercy. That's what mercy, we need mercy. Yeah. Hallelujah. May God show you mercy. May you receive mercy. Very Alice, mercy. Mercy said no. Mercy. May you receive mercy. A lot of mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy. I know my I need mercy. Hallelujah. You show what is anointed. So you receive mercy. Hallelujah. And and you see, and I, I have come to see. Look, I have come to see, even with my small position. I have come to see that all of us we show partiality. Everywhere. All of us we show partiality. All of us we show partiality. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember the good examples. I remember in Newark I had a, a, a daughter sister that I liked. You know, there's one day somebody came to report to me that, you know, Raven, she has done this, she has done this, she has done this, this, this. I mean, the person printed the, all the person's mistake. And that what the person was saying was true. I just look at the person, it doesn't matter, we all make many mistakes. If it was somebody else, I would have taken another decision. Then I rather me to impartial. All of us show partiality. Even you, you find that. The people that you like, you overrule their mistakes. At work, it's the same thing. At work. Some people do something at work because the boss likes them, they overlook. But when they don't like you, <laughs> hallelujah. So what this verse, Justin, what this verse means that God says that I am partial towards those who are anointed. When it comes to the people that I am anointed, I show partiality towards them. I show them mercy. 
May God show you mercy. Hallelujah. Are you there? Wonderful. Hallelujah. Number three. Psalm 20, verse 6. Psalm 20, verse 6. He said that, Know now, know now I, that the Lord saveth who? The Lord saveth who? The Lord saveth who? You see, here, the word saveth here is not salvation. Yes. It's not salvation. Because, I mean, for you to be anointed, you must be saved already. So the word here is not, the word here is rescue. The word here is deliverance. The Lord say, the Lord rescues his anointed. Hallelujah. You see, and sometimes you yourself know that like David, I mean sometimes the environment we find ourselves in, we are but a step away from death. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes you can see that you are, you are but a step away from being homeless. Like somebody said, when you see the homeless person, have mercy on them. Because most people are only two paychecks away from being homeless. One. I said two. Somebody said one. No, so you have to have mercy on them. Because look, if you look, some people are just one paycheck from being homeless. But the Bible said that he saved it or he rescues Sometimes because of the anointing, even though you are close to danger, God rescues you. May God save you. May God rescue you. A thousand shall fall on your right hand. Ten thousand. It shall not come near your dwelling place. The Lord your God, he shall rescue you. Oh, I came to preach to you. He rescues. Receive that prophet. I say he rescues. Because of the anointing, God will save you. God will rescue you. Yeah, because of the anointing. He rescued. He saved his anointed. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you sometimes have you have you sometimes you go home and you turn on the news and when you see the news, you say, ah, but I was just here. But for a few changing circumstances, it could have been you. But God saved his anointed. God will rescue you. I said, God will rescue you. You will hear, but you will not see. It will not be you. He saved his anointed. He rescues us. Have you seen why it is important to be anointed? The benefits of being anointed. Yeah. Like I said, number one, uh, I mean, I mean, Plans behind you doesn't work. People waste their time when they plan against you. Number two, you receive mercy. You make mistakes. God said it doesn't matter. See, that day I had a revelation that look, the truth of the matter, we are all partial. We all have our favorites. I said we all have our favorites. And when somebody is your favorite, you overlook. 
And when the person is not your favorite too, you look with a microscope. Sometimes even before you do something wrong, because they, they'll be watching you. for a long time. Waiting for you. But when you are favored, it will be overlooked. May you receive mercy. And then the third point is that he's, he rescues. And let me tell you something. Our day-to-day life, there's sometimes there's a lot of danger. Oh yeah, danger. Even in the hospital. You may think the hospital is a safe environment. It's not. No, no, no. You may think that, oh, you will think maybe NYPD is the only dangerous job. It's not only NYPD. Sometimes even being a doctor is dangerous. Because as you are using the needle, a needle can prick you, and that is the beginning of HIV. Have you ever thought about it? One needle prick. You see, and unfortunately, not everybody who comes to the hospital has HIV written on their face. They may look very posh and very pleasant, but actually inside their blood are viruses. Yeah. So, 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 so it's not only, and, and NYPD is not the only dangerous job. Sometimes even being a teacher is dangerous. Yeah. Somebody was telling me recently. Recently, somebody was telling me about his son. I think he had a skirmish with another colleague in school. Okay? One altercation, one or two. Then they left school. Not knowing the guy was waiting for him around the corner with a bullet, with a gun. Yeah. Here, New York, recently. Yeah, someone was telling me the guy was waiting. But what, what happened was that. I think after the class, the teacher called his son and delayed. So if he had come at that time, there was a bullet marked for him. Yeah. God will save you from every attack of the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. He saved it. Hallelujah. I mean, how many times? Haven't you been on the highway and you fall asleep and you wake up and say, hey, I've been sleeping. I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Zerina says many times. Yeah. And let me tell you something. It takes only a second for you to crash. Look, I have driven and something. I wake up like, where am I? And my only conclusion is that angels must have taken over. And not, you see, and, and not, listen to me, and not that I want to drive tired, though. Nobody likes to drive tired. But situations and circumstances. It's not that, it's not that immediate, I don't, I want to drive, no, 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 no. I also know the dangers of driving when I'm sleeping. But the things that you have to do sometimes, it, 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 it's just like, you have to be here at this particular time. Angels will keep you. The Bible says he will give his angels charge over you. He will give his angels charge over you. He will give his angels charge over you. He severed his anointing. Look, most accidents are a second. 
most accidents are a second. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed? How many benefits have I given you? Four. Psalm 92 verse 10. But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. But my horn, Yannick, do you understand? But my horn, see, a horn represents authority. Okay, a horn represents power, authority. And say, my horn shall thou exalt. You will lift up my authority. You will raise my power. It means that because of the anointing, people will listen to you. But my horn, hallelujah, the anointing gives you authority. Are you hearing me? Sometimes people, when you talk, people don't mind you because there's no anointing. People don't mind you. You talk, no, no. And they, it's not because they are, they are rude or they are rude or they don't respect. No, you lack anointing. There's no oil. There's no oil. That is why every husband needs to be anointed. Every husband needs anointing. Because the reason why your wife is not listening to you is not because she's stubborn or she doesn't listen. You, there's no oil. There's no oil. If you are anointed, your wife will listen to you. <laughs> My horn that shall exalt. Hallelujah. My wife, she's stubborn. She doesn't listen. No, it does not take anger or mood for her to listen to you. It takes anointing. So instead of being angry and quarreling, seek the face of the Lord and get anointing. When the oil is upon your head, you say, Of course, come. Yes, my Lord, because of the anointing. <laughs> authority. Your children disobey you. You see, what I'm saying is the anointing gives you authority. Hallelujah. Nobody respects you, including yourself. (laughs) May you be anointed. I say, may you be anointed. May you have authority. My My horn, my horn, my horn, my horn shall thou exalt. Hallelujah. You will lift my authority. Hallelujah. Look, husbands, you need anointing. All of you husbands, I can see a lot of husbands at the back. You need anointing. Not shouting and bullying. Anointing is what you need. Hallelujah. My head, may you receive anointing. I say, may you receive anointing. May your, may your horn be exalted. Hallelujah. Are you enjoying the benefits of the anointing? 
Hallelujah. Hello. Please, I'm preaching. Amen. You need an anointing. Next one. How many have I given you so far? Number five. Psalm 92, verse 12. He says, Psalm 92, verse 12, the righteous, or simply the anointed, because he talks about the anointed, shall flourish like what? He shall flourish like what? He shall flourish like what? Yeah, he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Amen. The anointing. Okay, the, first of all, the righteous or the anointing. The anointing will make you flourish. And another word for flourish is prosper. When you say something is flourishing, it means it's doing well. It's what? Doing well. It's prospering. The Bible says that the anointing or the one who's righteous, he shall do well. Not like an apple tree. Not like a mango tree. Not like a tomato tree. But like what? But like what? I say but like what? I say like by what? A palm tree. Yeah. And listen to me. The palm tree apart from every part of the tree being useful, another main feature of the palm tree is, that, is, is the tree that can grow in every climate. No matter what the climate, if you put it in the tropical forest, it will grow. When you walk along most coastlines, what you see are palm, coconut and palm. That's the same family. A lot of trees cannot grow in salty areas. But the palm tree grows there. You see, the, you see that, that family, okay, the family of palm trees, when you go to the forest, they grow there. When you go to the beach, they grow as the coconut, the same family. When you go to the desert, dates, the same tree. They grow under every condition. So when the Bible says that the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, it means that because of the anointing, no matter where they put you, you will do well. It means once God says you are blessed, no matter what they put, where they put you, you will be blessed. Hallelujah. Yeah. It means when they put you in the city, you will do well. They put you in the village, you will do well. They put you in the office, you will do well. They put you on the road, you will do well. Because what? Because there's, because the doing well has nothing to do with the environment. It has all to do with you. There is something inside you that makes you flourish. And if you understand what I'm saying, yeah, the palm tree, you will flourish like the palm tree. I say you will flourish like the palm tree. Wherever you are, Rachel, you will do well. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Because of the anointing. Everywhere. People are anointed. You see, so, those are, uh, uh, if, only I can, if only I can go to Minnesota. No, 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 no. If 
only, if only, if only I, I can get a job here. No, 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 no. The flourishing is because of the anointing. Hallelujah. That's the revelation. And that's what Bishop Sherwood said. He said, for example, Bishop said, Bishop is anointed. Okay? He flourishes everywhere. In Kologono, when he started a church in Kologono, he did well. When he moved the church from Kologono to Kodesh, he flourished. He even left the Kodesh and moved to another site. And as you watch the first love church, he has flourished again. It's like no matter where you put him, he, he told them, look, he told them, last, he told them, look, I can even, even leave Ghana for you and go somewhere. I will still flourish. Because like the palm tree, wherever you plant, I will do well. May you flourish like the palm tree. It means whatever job you do, you will do well. Flourish like the palm tree. Are you hearing me? Look, Nicola, this is the anointing. So that's why I want you to chase the anointing. Look, when you are anointed, it doesn't matter. You work as a nurse, you, you do well. You work as a teacher, you do well. You even stay home as a stay-home mom, you do well. Because they're for the anointing. But when the anointing is not on you, so chase the anointing. Cara ladies, you are welcome. These are the current ladies. You are welcome. You shall be anointed. I say you shall be anointed. And because of the anointing, you will flourish. Yeah. You see that, brother? You will be flourished. You do well. You see, you see, like the palm tree, no matter where you put the palm tree, that's well. If you take an apple tree and you put it by the beach, it will die. But the palm tree grows everywhere because of the anointing. May you flourish like the palm tree. I say, may you flourish like the palm tree. Hallelujah. As for me, I believe in anointing. I believe flourishing has to do with the blessing and the anointing. That is why when somebody, you see, when somebody, once people are blessed, it doesn't even matter what they do. The person can, can be a garbage cleaner and still be prosperous. Anywhere. Like the palm tree. Yeah. Yeah. So desire the anointing. Listen to me. Please. You see, some of you, you have, uh, you have developed what, uh, what Apostle Joel used to say, a crocodile back. Yes, no, no, a crocodile, a duck, a duck, a duck back, like a duck. When water falls on a duck back, yes, you, when the water falls, no, shake it off. You see? And, so, uh, and what I'm trying to say is that even though you have been in a church for a while, don't develop a dark back. That when we are, sp we are speaking prophetically, you just shake it off. You better begin to believe that the anointing will make you flourish. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. And rather, and, and, peace, and chase the anointing. I mean, what will make somebody who has not been to school I, I find it amazing. Somebody whose highest level of education is the third grade. Third grade. I mean, third grade three. Third grade. Who's in third grade here? Is anybody in third grade? Oh, really? 
What grade is Malia in? Second. You, what grade are you in? Third grade? I mean, the highest school that the person went to was faith. After faith's age, she never, he never went to school again. Class three. Third grade. After faith, the person didn't go to school again. And now this person, who is not even an American, they are, they are doing an inaugural service for the president of the U.S., The person is not even an American. And they are doing the inauguration of Donald J. Trump. And of all people, and who should be praying? This is my class three. Right there. Right there. Right there. He's the one praying for the president of the United States. I mean, the, the, the only explanation for it is the anointing. It's the anointing. I mean, how? How? You can explain. How can you explain it? May you be anointed. Receive an anointing. Chase the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. Next one. Psalm 92. We are verse 12. Go to verse 14. They shall bring forth fruit. Where? I said they shall bring forth fruit when? They shall bring forth fruit when? They shall be fat and flourishing. Another benefit of the anointing is that your years of productivity does not expire. Oh, somebody say Amen. You see, you see, listen to me. There is the natural cycle. The natural cycle involves we all, you grow up, you hit your productive years, and then you begin to decline. That is the natural cycle. That is the natural cycle. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So even like most women, you grow up, you don't have your period. And then suddenly you begin to have your period. Which is your productivity period? It means at this stage you cannot have a child. First, you can't have a child because you are not productive. Then you hit your productivity period where you have your period. It means at this point you can have a child. Then after that, you begin to lose the period again. It means from that point you can never have a child again. So you grow up, you become productive, and you lose your productivity, which is the natural cycle. That's natural. Your work. A point you, at a point you go to school, you are not making any money. Then you begin to hit your productive years where you make a lot of money. And then suddenly after a while, you, your, your ability to make money begins to decrease. It's a natural cycle. So the natural cycle is you hit the peak. And after a while, you decline. But when you are anointed, when you are anointed, you don't decline. You keep on producing. You keep on producing. You don't go down. Your period of, you don't decrease. You shall be fat and flourishing 
in your old age. Listen, I please look. Most people, or most of us, most of us, our parents took care of us. And then after a while they go old. They couldn't earn as much. So we have to support them here and there. Are you hearing me? What is the natural thing to do? But I know a man. Okay, I know a man who signifies flourishing in old age. Even at the age of 90, he was building mansions. Yeah. True story. Even at the age, I mean, at the age of 88, the man was still buying brand new Mercedes Benz. Gosh! I'm, I'm talking about flourishing in old age. His children, his children and his uh, in-laws tells me that every time they will visit him, he will still take money. You, when you visit your parents, you give them money. <laughs> ah, I say, you, when you visit your parents, you give them money. This guy, when his children come, the children, and the children were, were, were wealthy, they were all okay. But he will still take money from his wallet. Say, this is for transport. That is flourishing in your old age. May you flourish in your old age. May you flourish in your old age. You see, I'm talking about the type of flourishing that when your children are getting married, you say, look, you are getting married, your wedding present is a house. Take this house. Are you hearing me? You see, a type of growing old that you don't need from your children, they give to you because of honor and respect. But not that you are depending on them. May God give you that blessing. I mean, your children give to you because they want to honor you. But not that you need it. Because in your old age, you are still flourishing. This man, he bought them. He, buy, he was buying benzes. Even his funeral. Okay? He was such a wise man. Even his funeral. Because he was growing. He knew, he knew that one day he would die. He put an endowment for his funeral. So that when he dies, all the money... You, when your family, your mother dies, it's not that they are calling coffee. <laughs> the family are now sitting for contribution. When he died, every money he had put an endowment for his burial. I'm telling you a true story. Not, nobody, not even a penny was required from anybody. He organized his own funeral. He gave, like Joseph, he gave instruction concerning his bones. I know this man personally. I know this man personally. He's wealthy. Fat and flourishing. Unlike most people, as they grow old, their ability may you be fat and flourishing. You know, even as a wife, most wives, when they hit a certain age, they are not that passionate, they are not emotional anymore. But, but because of the anointing, even when you are 65, your husband says, honey, 
You'll still be a honey at 65. I'm preaching. I said at 65, you'll still be sweet. The man will say that, man, you are still my darling. Somebody received that one. I said, you'll be a 70 year old man, but when your husband sees you, he said, man, you, girl, you are still informed. You are still informed. You, I said, you, yes, you bear fruit. Even at 70, even though everything is falling to the flat, when you dress up, you pop it up, you have to say, man, my girl is still in form. <laughs> hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Yeah. The benefit of it. Look, the anointing. You see, the anointing keeps you productive. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May your productive years not expire. Amen. I prophesy to you, I say, may your productive year never expire. Amen. May the Lord anoint you to continue to be productive. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. 65. You'll still be wearing Victoria's Secret. Your husband said that. <laughs> As I insist, but you still be worried Victoria's secrets. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you are so productive that you will not be afraid of the young girls because you know that man, you are, you are still the real deal. <laughs> I'm preaching. All right. For last one for today. The benefits of the anointing. Psalm 132, verse 17. Psalm 132, verse number 17. He says that, There, okay, There will I make the horn of David to bat. The second part, I have ordained what? For who? Are you reading with me? Read the second part. One, two, go. For who? I have ordained a lamp. I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. What is a lamp? A lamp is basically a light. It gives direction. You know where to go. Because of the anointing, you will not stumble in darkness. I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. I have bought a lamp. I have given my anointed. You see, because in those days, there was no electricity. So when it gets dark and you want to go from point A to point B, without a lamp, you can easily walk off. A snake can bite you. But with the anointing, it gives you a lamp. So that you don't walk in darkness. God said, that I, the one that I have anointed, I've given him a lamp. So that you will know where to go. Look. To be honest with you, if you turn off the light and you ask me to walk from here to here, do you know what can happen? I can bump into this. 
Do you know that? Cristiano, do you understand what I'm saying? I can, I can bump into this one, right? And then, bump into this. Ah! This one can go into my eye. Ay! Are you hearing me? But the reason why, even though there are a lot of dangers or hazards on my left and my right, but I, I will not be hurt by it because there's light. I can see clearly where I am going. Because I can see clearly where I am going, even though there are dangers on my left and dangers on my right, I, I will not get hurt. That is the blessing of the anointing. Because, you see, he gives you lamp to direct you. So even though there are dangers on your left and dangers on your right, because of the anointing, you will know where you are going. You will not be hurt. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, I have ordained a lamp. Let me tell you something. When God's anointing comes upon you, he gives you direction. Through his word. His word is a lamp. Suddenly you know where to go. Hallelujah. You know? It's, you see, and why is it important? It's not because it is not every mistake that you can easily recover from. You may realize that it is a mistake. But it's too late. Oh yeah, some mistakes you cannot come back from it. So you are better off not avoiding it. Like I said, as if I walk through here, okay, if I walk through here, I may hit my hand here. Oh, that's a little bruise. No problem. Ah, a little swelling here. No problem. But here, pop into my eye. This one is a problem. Because my eye, I, 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 I mean, I can realize the mistake that I've made, but I've still lost my eye. I, I can realize the mistake I made, but, but my eye is gone. That is why it is a blessing for God to give you a lamp so that you know where to walk. May the anointing of God be upon life. May you not walk in darkness. May you not stumble. May you not make mistakes that will cost you. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Bend down your head. I know instrumental anointing fall on me. Sing about the anointing. Fall on me. Let the power the Holy Ghost fall on me. Sing it. Anointing fall. Sing about the sweet anointing. You need the anointing of God. Anointing. Let it fall. Fall on me. The power. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Sing about the anointing fall on me, oh God. Anointing. Oh Jesus. Fall on 
Yes, Lord. May you receive the lamp for your life. May you not walk in darkness. Causing dangerous injuries. Harms. May it not happen to you. With every head bowed and every eye closed. This morning you are here, you are not born again. You have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Before I sit down, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. So if you are not born again, please, this is an opportunity to be born again. So for a brief moment, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to give your life to Christ. I want your head to go up above your head. So I'll pray for you. It is an opportunity to be saved. Lift up your hands above your head. You want to be born again and I'll pray for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for salvation. We thank you that our life is in your hand. And the anointing protects us. And the anointing saves us. And the anointing delivers us. Thank you for this precious anointing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.